Welcome to the Two Idiots Talk Health and Fitness Podcast. If you like went through and mapped out your entire week that you were awake of like what you're doing um, and wrote it in like one hour blocks or something like you will be very surprised at how not busy you are. You just you just become busy with like stupid stuff. Each week we sit down to bring you practical, actionable health and fitness information and help you sift through all the noise. Like commitment is so underrated. Like if you want anything, if you want any anything in life, any progress whatsoever, like you just gotta commit to it. Like that's just that's the fact. We hope you enjoy this week's episode of Two Idiots Talk Health and Fitness with Ryan and Tyler. What's up, everybody? What's up? How about that Super Bowl? Ha <laughs> ha. What a game. Ha. We are back for episode 93. I actually forgot that that's happening. The Super Bowl has not happened yet, but yeah. as we said in episode 92, if you wrote it out all the way to the end, we knocked these babies out back to back because we had so many good questions and we wanted to get out ahead of it. So, Episode 93, Tyler went in too aggressively on some hot coffee. Yep, that's how. Uh, took out the old tongue, which will probably ruin his weekend worth of eating. But oh, uh, hey, that's about right. Hey, that's what, that's what hey, happened. Last here. weekend on the six week challenge. That's what happens. I know. Last weekend on the six week challenge. We already got our post six week challenge <laughs> plans. Little, little wings, little, little wild wings. Uh, we're back. Yeah. Appreciate you listening uh, to episode 92. We dove into some of the questions that you guys asked this most recent time and we're going to finish those up today um good stuff last week a lot of a lot of good topics so if you didn't listen to episode 92 make sure you go back and check that out oh yeah uh, we dove into some things that you know we learned throughout our time of working out that we wish we knew back when we started we talked about motivation we talked about best type of exercise for weight loss uh, and we talked about concussions, which we've had a few of uh, on 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 this on this show here. Yeah. Uh, there's there's been a few there, so uh, a lot of good info. Go back and check that out. Uh, what uh, what's up, man? How how did we get a good estimate on the tree? How'd that go? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyways, I I do <laughs> so good. Hollywood I baby. I do want to pick your brain on something though. I was thinking about this over the weekend. So I was doing housework, you know, uh, this past weekend, which in, in this case is like two weeks ago for you guys. Um, and I, I was doing just like, you know, the, the mundane little things like replacing our shower curtain and shit like that. What's those things by the way. Okay. So th- one, but that's my thing. Like who the hell thought of that stuff? Like what, how, how do you think about what what to put on the 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 tension rod to like slide it back and forth and who the hell decided how many holes are in shower curtains like have you ever like seems like you could get it done with about four yeah like have you ever thought about like dumb stuff like that where like who who thought of this like who made so much money on this dumb thing and why couldn't i do it i think there's a lot of things going on out there that it's just how it's always been and nobody's ever really cared enough to update it. 
so we're just still doing stuff like that yeah um yeah i put all the shower curtains up in katanning when we opened so i did Dude, three rounds of like those rings uh, i recently did it at my house as well because i got a new uh, liner dude that for my shower yeah and uh yeah those are brutal way too many uh i did try to periodically skip one and then it looks weird yeah uh, but there's got to be there's got to be some a better way, way we can space out less holes for it to still look smooth without i mean you got like 12 of those things man yeah it's just like yeah, it's I'm wild with it. i'm with it's it. wild like it was just a weird thing like i was doing it i was taking the old one down putting the new one up and i was like who the hell thought that we had to have so many of these things and now, like ever since that, I think about that for all sorts of other dumb stuff too. Yeah. I mean, plenty of things that we still do on a daily basis or that, that govern life were, were decided by dudes with wigs on like 300 some years ago. I mean, think about <laughs> You're it. not wrong. Like, and we just roll with it. You're not wrong. We just roll with it. We're just like, hey, there's, yeah, there's 24 hours in the day. Like and just say, hey, yeah, like who who the hell yeah. decided it was 24 hours? You know, obviously, based on sun and moon and all that, it does seem like they nailed that one. But uh, <laughs> I, you know, I feel like there's a lot of things that we're just doing, and nobody ever cared enough to be like, like, why are we doing daylight savings time? Okay, that one why can, that one doing, can go away. Why are we doing daylight savings time? Does anybody like it? No one likes it, but I did actually I looked into this at one point because I thought the same thing. It was done way like 100, 200 years ago or something like that uh, for farmers. It was literally for agriculture. Well, those are all housing developments now. So I think we're good. Let's shamrock farms. Like, I think, I think we're, yeah, let's get rid of it. Like, I think if we're it's modernized. A, if it's a rule where states and parts of states can just be like, no, we're not doing that. Arizona doesn't let's do just it. Just get rid of it. Just majority just, of the world doesn't do it. But yeah, I'm with you. A lot of stuff we're just, like, we're just doing. Yeah, that, that's got to go. Without really putting some thought in. So if anybody out there has seen other systems yeah. for putting up shower curtains, <laughs> specifically ones that are easier. Um, I'm going to come up with one. Yeah, I would. How about like an accordion? Do you, do you, what if we get one of those, like you ever get like a like a cover for like a, a presentation where you just kind of put the the edge of it in that thing that just kind of slides oh, yeah, down yeah, like yeah, a yeah. spine yeah why can't we just why can't they're like in the rod why can't the little top of the curtain just like slide into that oh yeah. dude that'd be what sick. do you think what do you think you just it's like fatter at the top gets a little narrow that's yeah. where you slide it in and it can't pull down yeah. like a blunt you know like, yeah look at that i think See? i just did it i think i just did it we're, we're, we're coming up pending with it. we're coming up with it all right anyways um that was that was our BS for this episode. There I don't think go. I started the timer. No, that's all right. We're like five yeah, minutes in. Three minutes, five minutes. Five minutes, probably. All right, here we go. Getting into the rest of our questions and so forth. Let's dive into a somewhat simple one. Yeah, let's do that. Um, how do you choose what exercises to use in a workout? How do you choose what exercises to use in a workout? So there's a couple ways to look at this. So I don't know. Great question, DJ. It, it is a good question. And I think he's asking this because DJ and I had a conversation just the other day, kind of diving a little bit into this stuff, but didn't have enough time to like really talk about it. DJ lives at the gym. Stop doing that. I think he gets his mail sent to the gym at this point. Um, but we love DJ. Uh, and it's a great question. So 
tough to there's a couple ways to look at it we can look at it like how do we choose you know what we do in in our in our workouts and like our sessions you know our small group workouts our, our team training workouts or just in general if the question's being asked in general i think it depends on a, a lot of factors the first of which being what is your goal you know if your goal is to build muscle then the exercise you pick shouldn't be like you know the rowing machine or something you know like it should make sense with whatever your goal is however there are like some general kind of principles that apply to almost any goal you know and we talked about that with like losing weight or you know building muscle and building strength slash maintaining those things is pretty much crucial for everybody that's healthy aging uh, that can prevent some different diseases, some age-related kind of wasting away. You know, a lot of these things can be pre prevented if your goal is to. Yeah, I heard that too. <laughs> I don't think anybody else. I don't did. know what's I, going on over here with the old family dollar, but uh, yeah. sounds like uh, sounds like something about to come through the wall. Yeah, but uh, anyway, so you know, if your goal is obviously to build strength and build muscle, weight training is going to help with that. As we talked about last week, if your goal is to lose weight, lose body fat, weight training is going to help with that. If your goal is to do endurance events, get faster or, or be able to go longer, weight training, strength training is going to help with that. So yep. there are certain things that like will fit any goal, but you want to prioritize what is going to help you, you know, most efficiently towards your goal. So your goal definitely affects how you choose what exercises to use. Um, beyond that, you want to choose the order in which you do those exercises is also going to be based on what takes the most amount of effort. What's the most taxing to your nervous system, to your body. Uh, so those types of things you want to balance. So you don't want to necessarily do a workout. That's all these like squats and deadlifts and bench presses and overhead shoulder presses or burpees. Like you're, you're not going to want to choose a bunch of exercises that are all going to beat the hell out of you. So within the course of a workout, you have some that are a little more taxing and then you have some supplemental or some accessory type things that are going to add to the workout. They're going to have a benefit, but they're not all going to combine to like pound you into the ground. So you want to keep that in mind. You want to keep a uh, variety in mind. So we don't want to be constantly pounding the same joints uh, or the same muscle group. So when choosing exercises for a specific workout or throughout a week, you know, we don't want to be doing a million push-ups, a million bench presses, a million pec flies, a million, like we don't want to be constantly going after the exact same muscle all the time, uh, especially without kind of counterbalancing that with with working the other side of the body or the opposite movements so there's a lot it's a hard one to answer really there's a yeah, lot of yeah, things to consider um goal being most important and then from there there's it's just a lot of general like kind of good practice of weight training or, or working out in general there's just a lot of good principles to take into account with variety and exercise selection and nervous system and managing recovery preventing injury all this stuff that's not the shovel and kemp hotline no, that's a not. different that's, that's a different phone that's ringing but uh, i want you chime in on this because i'm rambling at this point yeah but it's, I, it's a lot to consider yeah i i think you know it, it's such a good question that i think it does uh warrant our our three favorite words of it all depends um you know it depends on the situation depends on your goal it depends on your fitness level it depends on you know 
how often you're working out. Like it, it depends on a lot of these things uh, because they do all matter. There's so many variables that go into this. Uh, you know, if, if we have some of that stuff structured, like, okay, I'm working out three times a week. Um, you know, I know that that's what I'm doing. Um, I know my goal is to do this. And, you know, I, I know that, um, you know, this is my weak point, you know, so sort of thing like that. Then that gives you some sense of direction to be able to start um, putting a plan together. Now, one thing that I know, and this is, you know, this is one of the ways that our, a lot of our small group trainings are, are structured is utilizing compounds first, because they are the most taxing, like they are the most hard hitting exercises to the body. So we want to get those out of the way when we are our most fresh in the gym. You know, that's why they're the first exercise in, you know, the circuit or the first exercise in the superset, or, you know, in this instance, talking the muscle group, you know, if, if we have, you know, a workout that's two supersets and one's upper body, one's lower body, like we're going to use the first exercise of the upper body superset to be our compound and the first exercise of our lower body superset to be our compound, you know, and the second exercise is just going to be our secondary or supplemental or the opposite, uh, you know, side of the compound, you know, that, that we need to at least address to, to make sure that we're, we're balancing everything the way we need to. So it's a lot of variables. A lot of questions have to be asked and answer, answered. Um, and you really need to know what you're kind of going for. Uh, like I said earlier, like I know DJ and I were talking earlier this week, uh, and I know that one of his goals is trying to improve his vertical you know, and that might be where this question is kind of coming from. I don't know for certain, obviously, DJ, you can let me know next time I see you. Um, but, you know, thinking about these things, you know, matters, there's a lot to it. And then, you know, it also comes down to, uh, you know, your recovery and everything too. Like, and, and that was the conversation DJ and I had, which was how to recover appropriately, you know, and, and how you have to recover just as hard as you train if you want to make substantial progress and sustainable progress. Um, so yeah, there's a, there's a lot to this, a whole lot. Uh, so if you guys want a, a deeper dive and deeper discussion into this, uh, just let us know. Yeah. It could, I mean, it could be a full episode. I, I think to summarize, <laughs> Very much could be. summarize, I would say, you know, it's based on your goal and then based on stress management. Yeah. Really at that point. So going back to, you know, DJ specifically, this dude plays volleyball like five hours a night, six days a week. So yeah. you also have to take into account what you're doing throughout the week, especially if you play a sport. Yeah. So, for example, if you're jumping constantly playing volleyball every night all week, you don't really want to come to the gym and then jump in your workout. Like you're already jumping a million times out of the week. So jumping more isn't necessarily going to do anything. So working on uh, balancing out all that jumping you're doing throughout the week is really what's going to allow you to ultimately be able to jump higher. Um, so a lot of times, you know, it's what, what happens is when people are jumping so much and then they want to jump more, obviously injuries are at play, but they don't focus on the other side. So if people want to run faster or jump higher, they just focus on doing that. They don't focus on their body's ability to stop. And your body's only going to let you jump as high or run as fast as it knows it can safely stop from. Yeah. So a lot of times to unlock further potential to jump higher or run faster, you have to increase your ability to land 
and your ability to stop, which is one and the same. It's eccentric stuff. So there's a lot we can get into with that, but a lot of times that's what you need to, to do in those situations is focus on again, managing stress. So if you're stressing your body with that jump motion all week long, you want to manage that by doing the opposite, which is improving and working on your ability to land from all that jumping. So, um, to sum it up, it would be based on goal and it it would be based on stress management for me, uh, would be the easiest way to, to answer that. I think. Yeah. I'm in on that. All right. Um, somebody asked best way to lose your gut, best way to lose your gut. So going back to last week, which was like 10 minutes ago for us, uh, we, we answered, um, a question about weight loss, what the most effective way or best way to work out or best, best type of exercise, I guess. Yeah for weight loss. And this is very much the same question. So, uh, we've, we've had a lot of questions or discussed a lot in the past about spot reduction. Uh, you can't do it. So spot reduction would mean, Hey, I want, I want to lose fat on my arms. So I'm going to do a bunch of arm exercises in this, in this case, it's like, Oh, I want to lose my gut. So I'm going to do a bunch of sit-ups and crunches and stuff. And that's not, that doesn't work. That's not real. You can't do that. So your body loses loses body fat in a natural kind of order and it loses it from all over regardless of where the stress of an exercise is because losing body fat is is you know boils down to you know calories out and calories in and however form and fashion that takes to get you there is a different story but uh, losing the gut is going to be a natural progression of just losing overall body fat Unfortunately, you know, the gut is where we have the most and it's one of the last places uh, that we lose it. Yep. You know, for 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 men, it's usually the gut. There it is. Shevold and Kemp hotline coming in with another call. I hope I hope people <laughs> just actually pick up on that from last episode. That's uh, <laughs> our official sponsor of the phone lines here. Uh, so appreciate you guys uh, calling in. Oh, geez. <laughs> but uh for men they tend to hold more weight in the gut that's why a lot of times you'll see guys with skinny arms skinny legs and big old beer gut for women it's generally the the waist and hips uh and legs and all that so uh, your body just kind of loses it in another another call the shoveling hotline i mean i appreciate you guys uh you know calling in and (laughs) asking all these questions uh, thank God we got that sponsor for the phone line this week. But uh, <laughs> so you just have to lose body fat overall to eventually lose the gut. You just got to keep going. You will notice it more like in your face and your yeah. neck and your shoulders and your arms, partially because that's where you lose it first. But then you also have less to lose there. So the, the difference is more noticeable. Yeah. When you have more body fat in your gut you're still losing it from there. Those measurements should be going down, but sometimes it's not as noticeable because, you know, you still have uh, more to go. So you don't really realize it as much. So uh, to lose your gut, you just got to keep going with, with sound nutrition, with sound weight training, a little bit of cardio, and eventually uh, it'll go away. But again, that's, that's where everybody wants to lose it. And that's kind of the last place you do ultimately lose it. And, uh, that's just kind of how it is. Yeah. So you can't really do anything to, to speed that up. No, the biggest thing there is, is, is being steadfast and sticking through, um, you know, 
like Ryan said, it's the last place, which means most people like stop, you know, stop exercising, stop eating right before they even get to that point of, of being able to see change there. Um, so you just have to be steadfast and you have to look at all the other things, um, and all the other ways of tracking progress outside of just like, you know, that's what my gut looks like. I don't like it sort of thing. Um, a lot of other stuff you can look at. I I've got nothing else to add to it. Cause that's just, that's the it. Way like, it is. Yeah. Like that's just, that's the way it is. That's just how it is. Um, I'll save that one for last. All right. We had a, we had a question and this is coming from actually two weeks ago uh, that we, we leftovers. Yeah. A little leftover that we had. Um, what podcasts, YouTube channels, et cetera, do we listen to and or follow for health and fitness tips besides our own? Because ours is the best. Yeah. I mean, hey, this is all you need here, but uh, why don't you kick us off there? I kind of dominated the last two. Yeah. So uh, I have a couple, a uh, couple different things that I listen to. Um, obviously, listen to it to, to help myself out, you know, cause, uh, of the way that I train and, and different things like that, depending on what my goals are, you know, I'll listen to some different things. Um, but I also do it so that I can, I can help myself be a better trainer as well. So, uh, one of my favorite ones that I listen to is called mind pump, um, which is, uh, three dudes who've been working in the fitness industry for collectively going on like 60 years, uh, between the three of them. Um, and they've been doing their podcast now for, I think like six or seven years. Uh, and they have about closing in on like 1800 episodes, uh, which is um, a lot of episodes. <laughs> wild uh, as we sit on 93. Yeah. I'm like, we're at 93. I'm like, damn, that's a lot. And then I, every time they upload, I'm just like, oh yeah, they're about, you know, 1700 ahead of us. Um, but I listen to them, uh, probably most days of the week. Uh, they have so many episodes, uh, that there's always something to listen to. They bring on other health and fitness, uh, individuals, doctors, um, you know, things like that. They've branched out to, um, you know, bring on like people in finance and things like that, because they're not just about the, you know, the growth of, you know, health and fitness. They're actually looking at more lifestyle growth as well. Uh, so kind of really diving in collectively across the board. Um, and they're very in tune with the fitness industry right now. Um, still looking at studies that are coming out all the time and, and, and putting the information out. Um, they also have a YouTube channel as well. Um, so there's a bunch of stuff that they have up there too. And if you guys think we bullshit a lot, before getting into the info dude they bullshit hop onto that show yeah they bullshit for like hop 45 minutes that thing if you think you got yeah. it bad with one or two little jokes yeah you know sorry to have some fun here at the beginning yeah they, they go they go for like 40, you guys don't know how good you have it 45 50 minutes of just random things now they'll, they'll they'll dabble in some health and fitness stuff in there but uh yeah no they they go in on on some stuff for a long time uh, but that's probably my number one. Uh, that's where I've gotten a lot of info. That's where I've been turned on to a lot of different things, a lot of different programs that I've run on my own uh, and things like that. It's also where I've learned a ton of nutrition stuff, which is where uh, I would go next, which is going to be Jason Phillips. Um, big on Instagram and big on YouTube. Um, his nutrition stuff is just phenomenal. Uh, the dude's extremely smart and straight to the point and does not uh doesn't care for bullshit when it comes to the health and fitness industry. So he really kind of speaks through uh, really, really well. And then the last one that I'm going to throw out uh, is one that Ryan and I both kind of dive into, uh, which is DeFranco, uh, Joe DeFranco, 
dude out in Jersey, um, has trained some of the top athletes in the world. Um, you know, things like that currently running one of his old programs right now that Ryan gave to me and I'm actually enjoying it, which is pretty good, uh, despite Bulgarian split squats cause they suck. Um, but you know, he's got a lot of great stuff. So he's, he's definitely big on just like hitting into the evidence, hitting into, you know, health and fitness and talking about training, uh, specifically, uh, but very advanced based training. He does have some stuff I think spoken down for kind of like beginner based stuff, but, uh, very much into kind of like a little bit more advanced based training stuff for sure. Yeah, those are all good ones. Uh, I don't have a ton to add. I, I will say over the years, the past couple of years, um, I guess my areas of focus on, on podcasts and Shifted. YouTube and whatever. Yeah. I've just kind of moved into some different areas. So I don't really consume a ton of like workout based stuff at, at this point. Um, yeah, I still do a little bit, but a lot of, a lot of what I'm kind of learning and focused on is, is a little bit elsewhere, but, yeah, DeFranco, that one's been around. He has a podcast, Industrial Strength Show. Um, yeah, he's got some YouTube. He's really good on really good on social media, Instagram yeah. especially. So I, you know, I'll check out a lot of his stuff. And uh, Jay Ferrugia is a good oh, one yeah. that's kind of hit or miss for me. It gets a little a little political. Uh, yeah, sometimes these days, you gotta step out. Yeah, I mean, I just just consume some, some of that, but, um, there's, you know, there's good ones. You can definitely learn and pull some little things, but uh, I think the biggest thing I would say about all of that stuff is, you know, don't get, uh, don't get over, you know, over consumed in like one way being the way a lot yeah. of times, even the best ones, you know, are, are trying to, trying to push their stuff and, and make their stuff seem like it's the best. There's, there's good and bad to everything and everybody, uh, that's out there. So, yeah you know tune in and and try some stuff for yourself that you hear and and go from there but um a lot, a lot of good ones uh there's definitely again depending on what what it is you're trying to prioritize i've got a lot of good nutrition stuff from mike dolce i've got oh, a yeah. lot of um i've got some decent uh exercise stuff from from jeff cavalier uh, the <laughs> athlete next dude has been one of the big youtube ones i'm sure everybody's come across so yeah there's good and bad with everything you know there's there's beneficial stuff from everybody so uh, those are those are probably our ours but uh, yeah i mean going back to like uh, something we said a couple of weeks back you know look for the commonalities that that you see um, there are going to be commonalities amongst all these things so look for them because uh, when you see it that that's the type of thing that, you know, you need to take in, that's the info that you need to retain. Um, so in all of them, they're going to have some different, you know, kind of theories and different viewpoints and, you know, biases and so forth. But in all of them, there's also a lot of commonalities and you, you got, those are the things you want to take. And look, you know, and, and look for the resume, you know, like look, look for what have these people done? How long have they been doing it? Are they actually training people? Um, you know, who have they trained? Who have they worked with? Who have they learned from? You know, all of that stuff is really important to understand if, yeah. if that, if that content's worth a shit or not. Yeah. Especially you in get a lot age. of, yeah, you get a lot of people now that they look good themselves or they're really good at like social media or they're really good at like marketing and they grow these huge followings without really, you know, doing anything, you know, before that you had the 
put in the time and train all these people and build up this following and blah, 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 and, you know, actually have some time in before anybody gave a shit about what you had to say. Uh, and now it's not the case, which I guess in some ways is good, but then in some ways it, it allows for a lot of people to build up some really phony, uh, kind of, I guess, resume or just really phony, um, brands where, you know, it seems like they're an expert, but other than them themselves looking good, you know, they've never really done anything to train other people or, or help other people. And just because somebody looks good themselves doesn't mean anything about quality of, of information or quality of, of trainer. There's a lot of, a lot of factors involved and especially with those people, uh, uh, some, some not so great stuff probably in play, but you know, some of the best athletes, the best players are terrible coaches and terrible general managers and terrible owners of franchises because, you know, they were really good and, and, and blessed with the ability to be very good at something, but that doesn't mean they're going to be great at everything that has to do with that thing. So make sure you spend a little time researching who these people are. A lot of times people are just stealing other people's stuff anyway. And, uh, you know, pretending it's like, it's their knowledge and and whatnot. So do a little investigating, you know, there's, there's one, there's something to be said for just entertainment. So if, if you're just tuning into somebody for entertainment purposes and, you know, you enjoy they're they're funny or they're, you know, you know, hilarious or good looking and good haircuts. That's yeah. one thing. But, yeah, you know, if you you're know. if you're just tuning in for pure entertainment, it's just kind of whatever, then so be it. Have fun. But if you're looking for actual helpful, useful information, then make sure you, you spend a little time seeing, you know, what the deal is on, yeah. on those people and, that and make sure it's quality. Vet them out. All right. Last question. Real good one. It's been a long time since we've kind of talked into this sort of thing. At what point should you start taking supplements such as pre-workout, whey protein, et cetera? Um, it's been probably close to a year since we've actually talked hard on supplements. Um, so first things first, um, supplements are exactly what they are named, supplements. Uh, they are to be supplemented into your nutrition to kind of assist with everything. Uh, they are not the catalyst of change that allows you to eat a Big Mac every day and then still, you know, get what you want. Um, you still have to eat well and you have to eat appropriately for what your goals are. And then you can supplement in with the supplements and see some extra results that kind of come from it. Um, so I would think, you know, point number one, you got to make sure you're doing everything you need to be doing naturally. Are you eating well? Are you recovering appropriately? And are you exercising? You know, are you doing these things, you know, to the best of your abilities? If you are great. Now let's talk about supplements and let's talk about what we can do with them and how we can make them beneficial. And we'll start with probably the one that includes our favorite thing, which is caffeine and pre-workout. Go ahead. Oh yeah. Um, I feel like I teed that up really well. That's good. I didn't bring, I didn't bring the adequate. That's all right. That's usually what I do. Um, So that's on me, but yeah. So this, this answer definitely depends on what type of supplements it is we're talking about. Um, Is it just kind of some baseline nutrition kind of help um, like a multivitamin or a superfood or a protein supplement or something? 
you know, those are going to be good additions to a nutrition program. Those are going to be good, uh, just basics that you don't really need to wait until a certain point. They're just going to help you hit your nutrition goals and your micronutrients and then be healthy. Like those are going to give you a benefit regardless of where and when you are in, in your, in your journey, uh, True. with working out or your goals. And then even, you know, with like a pre-workout type thing, the, the biggest benefit of that is, is a little kick in the ass you get from an energy perspective. There's, there's some stuff in there that can help with, you know, the pump and, and a better workout and all that. But for the most part, the, the benefit there is just getting a little kick in the ass. So again, probably one that you can, you can do whenever, if that's, if that's an issue. Some other supplements, though, this kind of goes back to a, a question we answered on, on last week's episode, which was talking about getting the most out of the least and, and getting the most out of the basics. If you're just diving in, you're just starting to work out, you're just starting to eat right or whatever it might be. Beyond some of those fundamental ones we just talked about, you don't need to just walk down the well, GNCs are all pretty much closed at this point, but you don't need to just walk down the aisle and just scoop up every single supplement all at once to, to get it cranking out of the gate um, to be successful. To get the, you know, a lot of those things carry a benefit, but you, you want to take into account how much benefit are they getting versus what you'd be getting without it. Right. So at the beginning, when you're new to everything, you just cleaned up your diet, you just started working out your body's already going to be like, Hey, I don't know what's going on here, but I like it. And, and you're going to get some results and you're going to get uh, a lot of benefit. And then eventually when that starts to maybe slow down or your body starts to get a little settled in uh, to this new routine, and it's already kind of responded right out of the gate, then you have somewhere else to go. You have something else to add in to then maybe springboard you forward to a little bit more results. And then once that kind of, and then you get a little bit more results. So if you do everything at once, you might get a little bit more benefit out of the gate, but then you're going to be more likely to hit a wall. And then at that point, what do you have left to change or what do you have left to, to go to, to break through and to keep getting results? So yeah. if it's some fundamental basic type supplements, a multivitamin, a superfood greens type of thing, uh, a protein shake, uh, and even a pre-workout or I would even throw creatine. Yeah. In there. Creatine. We did a whole, whole yeah, spiel about a lot of the different benefits there beyond just building muscle. So, yeah. uh, a lot of those things you can, you can start them right away. You can start them now. If you've been lifting for 30 years, working out for 20 years, doesn't matter. You can do them whenever, uh, regardless of where you're at. But some of those other crazy things, especially if you're you know, going back to the previous thing we talked about with some of these online people and they're hyping up, oh, this is the best supplement ever. Like the, some of that stuff, you don't need it out of the gate. You can make a lot of progress without doing that. You can make a lot of progress without spending the money on some of those things. And then once you've got all the mileage out of that, then you can bring some of those things in and it'll help you keep moving forward. So. I cannot find a comfortable place to sit right now with the corner of a desk just stabbing into me. Yeah, it's tough. I'm kind of off to the side here. Yeah, it's a little little rough. Podcast studio coming soon. Uh, Anyways, yeah, like I definitely agree with that. There are a lot of things that there are are basics on, like multivitamins. I recommend that to anybody, no matter where they're at. If you just come into the gym and meet with me for the first time the first day, 
like I'm probably going to recommend it to you if you don't do it already. Um, you know, greens is a probability if you are somebody who really struggles to eat your vegetables. Uh, I'm still going to tell you to eat your vegetables. Uh, you probably should, um, you know, back to the whole water thing, like just drink water. Um, you can shove some veggies in your throat and, you know, be fine. Um, but it, it is helpful for different things. Like there are some benefits to some of these things that you can get right away that are extremely helpful and beneficial. Uh, and I would definitely throw creatine into that, that mix as well. Um, but it's really getting into the likes of uh, the more nitpicky type things, the uh, nitric oxide, you know, pump enhancers, the fat burners, the, you know, ashwagandha, the, you know, all those different things. Like you really got to be in the right place, um, you know, to be able to take those types of things. And it comes with setting the foundation of good nutrition and then the bits of supplementation, um, you know, that are good to go right out of the gate, um, you know, that you can go through and do. So just kind of really think about that. Think about where you're at. Think about, am I doing these things now that are beneficial for me? And then you can kind of go through and, and start walking down that path of like, okay, cool. Like, I'm eating right and so forth. I do want to build some more muscle. So I'm going to add a protein shake in to get a little bit of extra protein in the day. And I'm going to start taking some creatine because those are two things that are going to be extremely beneficial for me to continue this process. Awesome. Let's go. Um, so a lot of different stuff there. And hopefully listening to this podcast is beneficial for you and will continue to be so. So appreciate the uh, two banger of an episode yeah. back to back. I mean, just teeing up all the questions, bringing in the answers. Uh, thanks again to everybody that did uh, supply us with a question. Hopefully this information has been helpful to you, but more than likely, if you ask the question, other people also are wondering the same thing. So a lot of good information coming out of last week's episode. Uh, even the week before that, there's three episodes in a row now we're answering your questions and mm. A lot of good stuff has come out of that. So if you're new to the show here, I would scroll on back to episode 91 and knock out 91, 92, and 93, Dang. and you will be Trio better for episodes. doing so. Yeah, man, you will be trio. better for doing so. A lot of good information in these questions. Uh, so thanks for everybody doing that. Make sure you check it out either on YouTube, subscribe on iTunes or whatever people do. Apple Podcasts, Apple Spotify. Podcasts, Spotify. We're all over, YouTube, man. leave a comment, leave a review, tell your friends, tell your family, and tune in next week for episode 94. Appreciate everybody that called in on the Shovel and Kemp hotline, our unofficial podcast sponsor, and we'll see you guys next week. See you.